I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. And the numbers to, to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. You can check us out by going online to TalkStreamLive.com, link, uh, linking to all the uh, radio stations across the country. Also, Aftermath.fm, our powerhouse internet affiliate. You listen online there. If you can't find us anywhere on the dial, you can find us always at Aftermath.fm. FM. And if you want to listen to shows at a better time, time where you're uh, more available, more able to listen to the whole show, you can go to Aftermath.media and sign up today. We have special Christmas rates for those who want to sign up and be a part of our library, our digital playground and platform. It's Aftermath.media. Aftermath.media. Sign up today. It really helps the show out. And a lot of people who who sign up say they have a great time. And it, it's certainly more than just shows. It's a whole lot of stuff put into a uh, a place where you can learn and, and uh, read and, and write and talk. And it's just amazing. So just go to aftermath.media and sign up. That's aftermath.media. So ticking down the minutes, hours, the days till Christmas. And every Christmas, it's always been a tradition for me to talk about Krampus. Well, I've already done that. Okay, Krampus, we did a show a couple nights ago about Krampus, a supernatural being that haunts people every year. But the biggest supernatural character of Christmas is Santa Claus. Actually, Santa Claus himself. Now, back when I was a kid, it was harder to believe in Santa because the simplest explanation was kind of hard to swallow, especially if you thought of yourself as a smart kid with good grades. and Santa would be impossible with the use of simple physics. Uh, I was one of the first kids uh, in my family to identify my Uncle Dick as, well, he, he was the Santa Claus of the family, and the reason why I knew it was him is because he used to work for Phillips Petroleum, and Santa smelled a lot like oil and gasoline, which I thought was kind of interesting, and so I figured it was my uncle because he always smelled like oil and gasoline. And so if you're going to be Santa Claus, you can't smell like old meat or you can't smell like oil and gasoline. It just doesn't work, right? So all you non-believers in Santa Claus, you need to pay attention to some because you know, my whole life, I realized that, you know, when you when you don't believe in Santa Claus, the magic of Christmas goes away. It just does. It just, you need to believe, or it needs to have at least an inkling. And, and at Christmas time, let all of your, you know, inhibitions, you know, let them all go. Start thinking in the margins and start believing in the little fat man who delivers toys. It's kind of a fun thing to do. So, and, and, and especially as I grew older, and I know a lot of people, I talk about this story all the time because it, it's, you know, when you have something like this happen to you, you have to tell the story. Otherwise people, you know, it, it just, you can't, you can't hold it inside of you. Right. So I always tell the story about my meeting with Stephen Hawking and he tried to make a believer out of me with regard to Santa Claus, which was odd because I mean, he asked me, you know, cause I was speaking at the university of Utah and he was one of the speakers as well. And I had a chance to talk with him backstage about. He said, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I do a paranormal show. I, I was afraid. I was I was kind of embarrassed to say it because I figured, you know, he's an atheist. He wouldn't care about paranormal anyway. But he kind of gave me a, a gave me a startling uh, reply. He was just talking about, you know, how he was talking about Eisen, Eisenberg, Heisenberg, talking about Heisenberg's uh, 
uncertainty principle. And he told me that he said, you know, in multiverses that, you know, Santa Claus could exist. And he said, you know, try to tell a little child that Mickey Mouse doesn't exist. I mean, he can shake hands with Mickey Mouse in, in the, in the ether. And so he was like throwing out all these theories. And, uh, so on a quantum level, if you think quantum physics and quantum ideas and I mean, he was, and he was having fun with it. He was having a fun time with it, but he was, uh, you know, he was saying, you know, Santa, yeah, not a, not a, not an outrageous idea. He could live in another universe, but there's a lot of things about this universe that Santa would have to adapt to because if he lived, you know, in this universe and if he would have to change his itinerary to fit all of his work into a quantum schedule. So let's be honest here. I mean, look, we've never seen Santa really the real Santa. I mean, sure. He's in all the malls every year, but at the same time, we, we, we see him shaking the bell for the Salvation Army or there's another one on the corner playing an instrument for money. I remember when I was a kid, my parents took me to see Santa at McDonald's because he and Ronald McDonald had this thing going, right? And they were like together. So you either had the chance to talk to the clown or you get to ch- talk to Santa Claus. And so there I was waiting in line to see Santa and Ronald McDonald. And I looked up and there's a helicopter and flying in this helicopter was Santa Claus. And I said to my parents, I says, how does that happen? How can Santa be here and still be over? He was doing an appearance in a helicopter at a place called Allied, which is a war surplus store, actually. I said, how is it he's over the war surplus store? And I'm sitting here, you know, Big Mac in one hand and a clown lap and 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 a Santa lap. And of course, my parents said, well, Santa has helpers. He has little helpers that help him, you know, that because he can't be there everywhere. So he has to have other people fill in for him. So we have these you know, Santa helpers. And and so, you know, the trick was trying to explain to a kid, you know, how is the Santa can be in two places at once? Well, of course, uh, you know, when you look at superposition, we've talked about superposition with before with people like Marshall Barnes and Jason Quitt and. You know, just talking about the idea that in a quantum way, you can be in two places at once. It's called superposition. But when you really think hard, long and hard about, you know, trying to explain this, and you think of all the billions of children in the world, at least those under 18, this is pretty heavy, a heavy thing to try and contemplate with regards to what Santa does. I mean, it's arguable that Santa delivers to Muslim, Hindu, Jewish, and Buddhist kids. I mean, if he didn't, then that would reduce the workload for sure. I mean, if you're not... I don't know. Does Santa deliver to Hindu kids? Does he? Does he? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Jewish kids? Who knows? But according to census tallies, there's an average of about 3.5 children per household that Santa would deliver to. That's about 91.8 million homes. So one presumes that there's at least one good child in each home that he can deliver to, right? All right. So Santa has 31 hours of Christmas to work with, thanks to the different time zones and the rotation of the earth, assuming he travels east to west, which seems logical. This works out to 822.6 visits per second. 822.6 to be exact. 822.6 visits per second. Wow. I mean, this is to say that for each Christian household with good children, Santa has one one thousandth of a second to park, hop out of his sleigh, jump down the chimney, fill the stockings, Distribute the remaining presents under the tree. Eat whatever snacks he has left. Get back up the chimney. Get back into the sleigh and move on to the next house. (sighs) That's a lot. A lot of work for Santa. Superposition. (laughs) It's great, right? 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. 
I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.